The show about anything. Corey, Kim, Amy, A, Chris, James. It's the show about anything. It's a pretty special time of year. So many parents are beaming. Kids are excited. They're graduating. What an awesome time. They're about to lose their virginity. Well, you know, for a lot of them. But I'll tell you what, that's kind Did of... anyone ever actually do that on grad night? I did I saw American Pie. That's everyone's reality, right? Right. right? No? Okay. But I think I think there's enough going on with the graduation that you don't have to throw that on top. I don't know anyone that did that, like made like, ooh, grad, so special. Mm, drunk in a tent. You know what my... <laughs> Sorry, that was just my experience. <laughs> drunk in a tent. It's the last time you went camping. No wonder you only go once every 10 years. <laughs> so I think the worst grad thing is, and I'm going to be honest here, is dry grad. That makes no sense to me because those would be the nerds. Like, who wants to not party? I don't actually know what you do. Well... You watch movies or something? Maybe read the best essays <laughs> of the year? I don't... Like, no, really, what do you... Like, do you play games? Because it's nighttime and you're outside. Usually it's a dance, right? I don't know. I didn't really have a grad. How does that work? Oh, right. So there'd be the formal one, yeah. right, where you have, like, your ceremony, and then there's the dance, the dinner, where the parents are at. And then we had, later on, you would get changed and go to someone's house, normally, who lived out of town, would have kind of like a bonfire party, yeah. type. Yeah. Okay. We went bowling, so... Oh! That's definitely the same. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, so that was it. This, Chris. So what did the you parents, do The parents were trying to give the kids boots. No, <laughs> Let's liven this up a bit. And it was like our idea, too. So, oh. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not saying, please don't get me wrong, you don't need drugs. You or... went, hold on. You went bowling? <laughs> yeah, we went bowling. Did you get dressed up? Like, did you get a suit? Yeah, no, we went right limo? after the formal thing. We went bowling and we were all like in our suits and stuff oh. still. And okay, what did why the... are you both looking at me like this? Okay, what... <laughs> okay, Chris, no offense. What did the popular kids do? Uh, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, well, for the 17 total ple- people who made up my grad class, they, we were all the popular kid because we all went. All 17 went bowling. Yeah, all of us. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So no, Sorry to bring them down. So, uh, so no. Apologies. Uh, know, no, none of them had sex that night. Anyway, no. Because nothing uh, is more unattractive no, than bowling shoes. The bowling shoes. ball got more than they did. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Got, got felt up at least. <laughs> at least there was balls. So I'm not having to say you need drugs or alcohol to have fun. That's not my point at all. But I'm just saying a dry grad, there, it's like a normal day then. You might you just had a Friday is what you had. You didn't have a grad. You need to do something epic on your graduation. Something big. Like bowling. <laughs> Ten pin. Hey, that's where you go. At least, Normally right? Normally I only do five, but yeah. uh, you know what? I'm pretty you sure know it was what? five. I can, yeah. I can relate because when I graduated kindergarten, we all went bowling. Oh, right? And okay. it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and you had pizza? Yeah. Actually, it was we got and McDonald's. And there was a clown mm-hmm. at McDonald's? So, so you, you know, fast forward, you're 18, you're going to grad, and it's still bowling. <laughs> Here's what I want to know. But Lane, going to bed that night, sober... After graduating, now you're moving to the next step of the world, the the adult world. Well, a lot of kids are of age when they graduate. Yeah, and you know, there you are. You lay down and you close your eyes, and right, the last thought before you go to bed, like, are you not thinking? Oh, I should have hit a two seventy. <laughs> I'm a loser. Like, I am a loser. Like, does that not ring out? Because you didn't that's... even get my bowling joke. You just <laughs> kept moving <laughs> right... You just bowled right through it. I wish I got a 270. That was very funny. Thanks. And I do wish that. <laughs> I wish I would have got her joke. <laughs> Obviously, it was hilarious. Obviously, you were at the bush party with me. <laughs> it's the show about anything. The Kim family has picked up a new tradition, and camping it is. Here's the thing with camping. I did it so much growing up that there came a point when I absolutely hated it. 
And now I'm into it again. So I think the key to loving camping, especially if you're going to do it in a tent, is to only do it like every 10 years. <laughs> Gives you back time to yeah. heal after sleeping in a exactly. tent for that night. Exactly. Gives you time to rehydrate after waking up hungover in a tent when it's 30 degrees outside. Uh, here's a truth. A truth. After our first night, Chris, I was so hungover, I woke up at 5.30 in the morning to go fishing. So, I well, <laughs> that was my goal. But instead, I woke up to go and throw up. But I'll tell you. Where did you have to throw up? In Corey? an outhouse, which was the worst place I've thrown up in my entire life. Like in an the outhouse. outhouse. Like, Throwing up in an outhouse is very similar to fishing. So, continue. So, I was going to go fishing because I'm like, okay, but I was so hungover. And as I'm walking to the dock, I'm like, how can you be too hungover to fish? <laughs> how is this possible? Like, it seems like that's impossible to be too hung to sit. I'm too hungover to sit and watch my line. It's basically, so I'm fishing with a bobber. I'm just waiting for it to go down right? and reel in And it's fish. bobbing. And I mean, that probably didn't make you want to throw up at all. And probably the lake was moving a little bit. So, and you're just like, oh, I'm so dizzy. And I, I walked on wanna... the dock. I'm not lying to you. I walked on and I turned right off, went straight to the outhouse and puked my brains out. How do, I don't know how you could actually put your face into an outhouse toilet into the empty hole where everyone else's stuff is mm-hmm. it just oh my god well two things it helps you throw up so if you are hungover <laughs> find a good outhouse did, but did will... it get any splashes jump oh, in no, your face it was so that... so so far away amy it was like so because you know the water's not there when you're at an outhouse well, the i don't hole know maybe it was deep. full we should trust him though because oh. he did look and then what here's what was it all blue well here's what got worse because i'm <laughs> Okay, this between us the room, okay? This isn't good anywhere else. So as I'm there throwing up, I'm like, well, I guess this is a good chance for me to look for snakes, because people always say snakes live in the outhouse in the bottom thing. So as my face is down there, I'm waiting to throw up again. I'm looking for snakes. I'm like I'm like the crocodile hunter in an outhouse. I'm like, where's those pesky So anyway, as I'm throwing up in the outhouse. I smell a reality show coming your way. <laughs> I smell reality. It's a show about anything. I cannot believe how big of a deal it is that Johnny Depp brought two dogs to Australia. Now, Australia is very strict with their their dog rules. You bring a dog, it's got to be quarantined. That's it. Johnny Depp arrives to uh, to film uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and he brings his dogs. He came in on a private jet, so his pilots didn't declare the dogs. And then the security that he goes through isn't like our kind of security. He goes through special security. And everyone kind of turned a blind eye and said, well, whatever, it's Johnny Depp. Then he goes and did something very dumb and took the dogs to a public groomer. The groomer says, oh my God, I've got Johnny Depp's dogs and puts them all over Facebook. So now it's found out that Johnny Depp has his dogs in Australia. The Australian government, they must not have a lot going on. Because this has been, <laughs> this is all they're talking about this is, is Johnny Depp's assassination. Dog. They said, if you don't get the dogs out of here, we're going to euthanize them. We're showing up at your door. So Johnny Depp gets a private plane and sends the dogs back to the U.S. This costs him a reported $400,000. No offense to you, Amy, I love you. You're my wife, and I would not spend $400,000 on shipping you off to another... Of course not, because I'm priceless. Anyway, so $400,000. Now, it's not just over yet, because now the dogs are gone. Now they need to lay charges for on everyone. Johnny Depp faces up to 10 years in prison oh with a $340,000 fine. The pilot could face up to two wait, years wait, wait. in prison for his role. Sorry, to fly them back to the States cost more than the fine? Yeah, more than the fine. Outstanding. <laughs> but remember, those dogs are flying first class, so they had a really good flight. Yeah. 
They watched Airbud all the way home. It That's was crazy. They drank, they lapped champagne from their yes, tiny dog bowls, yeah. and he's going to spend less money on the fine for doing the wrong thing. Genius. And I, I think what really irritates me is the dog's names. Because hmm. you think, okay, these are going to be special dogs. They're going to have these awesome, incredible little Yorkshire Terrier names. Their names are Pistol and Boo. Oh, I like that. I like Pistol. That's kind of cool. I just don't think Pistol and Boo are worth all the fuss. <laughs> you say it like that. Of course yeah. it sounds depressing. Pistol, Pistol and, and Boo. Boo. But boo. Like, boo who? But Matt just said, <laughs> <laughs> boo who? That's the guy that just cost you. Boo That's who. <laughs> $40,000. But listen, if it's all the way you say the name. Boo. Come here, Boo. Pistol. Pistol. Yeah, get over here, little Pistol. See? Suddenly a little cooler. Here's why I'm impressed with. <laughs> One of the guys, the committee members here, said uh, a oh. complete balls up. Yeah, he said it in an Australian accent. It's complete balls up. That and was amazing. <laughs> that was almost as good as your Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that was pretty close. <laughs> and, and then I started thinking about one of the most, the unattractive thing in, in almost the entire animal world is dogs that have big hanging balls. <laughs> Have you ever seen dogs walk around with those things? That's your takeaway from this That's story. That's what I get out of this. That it's is true. gross. There's nothing and worse And it looks than like that. they hurt. Oh, it's yeah. like, that dog needs to be neutered. He's going to explode. And they just look so big. And red. And It's like a church bell. <laughs> boing, boing, boing from side to side when they walk. It's a really full Santa sack. Stop staring. <laughs> it's the show about anything. I know jealousy shows the ugliest side of ourselves, but I'll tell you what, this summer I've been more jealous and, and hating myself for it because I'm trying to be a better person, but I'll tell you what, I see a kid outside of Scoops, which is an ice cream store right where we need, where we live, and I see this kid with an ice cream cone, and I'm instantly <laughs> jealous, jealous of the kid. Here's the thing, though. You are a grown man <laughs> with a bank account and a debit card. You walk over to Scoops and you get yourself that large cone. I can't justify because of the price. Oh, because I know God. I can go to whatever Loblaws and buy ice cream for three ninety nine for two liters and have a lot of ice cream cones. So on the spot when I see the kid, I can't have that kind of happiness. Because a kid that gets an ice cream cone doesn't think about the money, doesn't think about what's left in their savings. For me, I can't go buy an ice cream without feeling guilty. You're so cheap. Yeah. And you know what it's even worse is when I see a whole family with ice cream. That's when it crushes me. Are you me. jealous of the fact that they're eating ice cream or are you jealous of the fact that they were okay with spending $15 on five cones? I think he's jealous because they have four cones instead of one. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the? I guess what's the share? What is this? An all-inclusive? <laughs> the show about anything. It's yours right now. We are just under a month away until Father's Day. What? I love Father's Day and I love Mother's Day. They're my new favorite holidays. Father's Day is to Mother's Day what Thanksgiving is to Christmas. It's like, it's nice. <laughs> oh my God, because you're not a dad. You have to have it, but whatever. <laughs> it's like, really? Like, the countdown for Mother's Day starts a good month before. But for Father's Day, it's like, oh, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, whatever. Okay, pick them up some beer. I agree in the old days, <laughs> yes, but I think there's a new age of dads that I think Father's Day is becoming just as important as Mother's Day. I agree with you. Back when my dad was, seriously, for Father's Day, he got nothing. Like, it was, I made him a card that morning as he sat there and had his smokes and drank his coffee, you know? And I made his card out of the porridge that I had left in my bowl. Heart's dad. And I showed him that. But nowadays, kids with their dads, because dads are more involved than the kids is their Live, so I just think it's. I'm, it's not. I'm not saying it's equal. I agree that things. It's not equal at all. It's for the simple fact of convenience of gifts, you can't just send your dad flowers. I mean, you could. 
Yeah. It's not a good gift for he a dad, He wouldn't appreciate though. it. Although now with all these <laughs> gift cards, though, seriously, LCBO, boom, top of Milan, pizza place, bam, got me there, McDonald's. Come on, I can go on forever, Pro-bash Dairy shop. Queen. Done. Pro-bash There's so many options with gift cards. I'll tell you, gift cards are revolutioning every single holiday because every holiday now, you can get someone something. But you go to the, the card section for Mother's Day and it's like nine rows <laughs> of cards. True. For Father's Day, it's like two and they all have a fishing boat or a golf clubs on the front of them. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> that's it. There's one for- either fishes or he plays golf. It's one so, of those, and that's it. So typecast as a dad. Yeah, that's your only I option. I want to break out of my character. <laughs> and one, he's divorced, and the other one, he's still with the family. <laughs> Hopefully they match up together. One is, I miss you. <laughs> one is, you owe mom child support. Yeah. yeah, and the third option of, you're here, but I really wish you weren't. <laughs> it's the show about anything. Men are cranking up the sexy, and you know how we're doing it? We're dyeing our hair gray, just like George Clooney. Hot what? seller? Everyone going to rush and do that? Is that a good idea? <laughs> Why? I, Who sells that? That's crazy. That just are, happens with time. No, Why girls, would you spend money on it? Girls are doing it too. What? Yeah, Madonna's daughter just did it. It's the hot new thing is to dye your hair gray. I think Lady Gaga started it. But uh, it's a hot new thing to dye your hair gray. Now, gray or like that white silver that like... I'd go with the silver. Yeah? I'd go with the silver. Okay. Yeah. For guys, it's the white George Clooney thing. And it, that is so funny to me because so many guys are getting suckered in. Oh, I got hair color like George Clooney. Clooney. Trust me, when you walk down the street, a woman doesn't go, oh my God, look, it's George Clooney's hair and some other man's face. <laughs> no, no, she thinks sees. there's an old guy walking down the street. Like, maybe I should get up and help him because <laughs> right. he might fall in the middle of the Why road. Why does that young guy look so old? <laughs> I like it because maybe like the next thing is that wrinkles will be sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then de- Depends will be like, ooh. And then the wheels that women judge you by is your wheelchair. Wouldn't that be great <laughs> yeah. instead of having to buy a sports car? You just need a really fancy wheelchair. It's an electric one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, There's awesome. a racing stripe, I swear. I'm just sitting on it. <laughs> the show about anything. I've been given some pretty random gifts in my whole life, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you, none will top the one I was given at hockey the other day. A girl on our hockey team, a wonderful lady by the name of Maria, hands me this. Oh, it, you have it. <laughs> what is it? Free haircut or free MVP upgrade. I don't know what this is. It's a free haircut at the place, the arena where we play ball hockey. They do haircuts there? They do haircuts there. (laughs) Why? (laughs) And so she had it out. Well, we have that free time with the skate sharpeners that we're not using. (laughs) What? Especially ball hockey because they're not working. They're wearing running shoes. Is it not even ice hockey? It's ball hockey? No, it's ball hockey. So they're wearing running shoes. Why would you have sharp things at ball hockey? And it's so funny. I'm like, if out of- Is this a hint? It's, I have no idea, but if there's one place... Or is place, she hitting on you? I'm not sure what's if, going on If here. there's one place I'm not going to get my hair cut, it's at the ball hockey arena. You know? I'm, when you go to hairdressing school and you drop off your resumes everywhere, and then the last place you drop off your resume is the ball hockey arena. And, they and they're you. the only ones that call you back. And so can you imagine, you know, for me, so I know this hairstylist, their career, they're struggling. They're at the ball hockey arena. And then me going and giving them a coupon for a free haircut. It's Do not they, even a coupon. It looks like a hockey ticket. They printed it to look like, there's some thought that went into this. There's well, also some thought that went into it too. They're like, maybe not everyone will want a haircut. So they gave us, they gave you an or. Yes. Or an MVP upgrade, whatever that is. Uh, do you think when they cut the hair, you have to keep your hockey helmet on? <laughs> Probably, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Bull. We're using the helmets. 
So like an old Leave It to Beaver yeah, episode yeah, yeah. where they just spin you in the chair and cut <laughs> under cut the helmet. Amazing. Perfect. What'd you expect? It's at an arena. Show about anything. Have you guys ever wondered what your favorite singer was thinking about as they're on stage performing live your favorite song? No. Well, <laughs> I, I'm about to tell you something that you didn't want to know, but you need to know. Okay. I, I always fantasize about these singers going to the place where they wrote the song or maybe the love of their life that they're singing about during the song. That is not the case at all. I was talking to Ryan Tedder, the lead singer of One Republic, and we're talking about some of his favorite songs. And I said, so when you're on stage, there you are singing the song. What are you actually thinking about? Like, what goes through your mind? And he said, to be honest with you... We've sang those songs so many times, and I'm specifically talking about the song Apologize, which is one of my favorite songs by One Republic. And uh, he says, I know it so well, I don't even have to think about it. I'm actually not thinking about it. I'm thinking about another song that I'm writing while I'm singing that song. So that's how... That sounds complicated. So there's no... I know there's... I couldn't walk and chew gum at the same time. I usually stumble. This guy, as he's singing these songs, it's kind of... It goes on automatic. He's actually writing another song in his brain for the next CD. So he's not in the moment. I bet Britney Spears is doing the same thing when she's in concert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's thinking about all the songs that yeah. she didn't write. She's thinking about that third riff she's working on. That she's just about nailing it. But did you... <laughs> Wait a sec, poor Britney. He's probably thinking what? about her dance moves. Uh, yeah. And here I, I am Brittany. thinking maybe Ryan Detter should be thinking more about what he's singing because <laughs> yeah. boy, does that guy miss a lot of notes. <laughs> <laughs> It's too late to apologize for this crappy sound is what it is. It's too late to apologize for missing the C-sharp major. Awesome. Thanks, dude. Between us, I actually applied for a Canadian Idol, like Media Idol, with the song Don't Apologize. Don't tell people this. I hate Wait, it when you, you it's sang so it? I sang. You, you sang? Well, for real, not as a joke. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't get past the first round, but I want to give you what I gave. And this is for <clears> real. For real. For reals. Ready? It's too late to apologize. It's too late. <laughs> So embarrassing. Well, let's end the podcast on that. So now. I'm like tearing up a little Actually, bit. Actually, can we rewind? <laughs> 30 oh seconds on the podcast? Is that? You're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> the show about anything. Tell your friends. Uh, tell your enemies. Tell your neighborhood stray cats. You listen to the show about anything. Join us on Twitter. Hashtag anything show. Or email us questions, topics, and suggestions. The show about anything at gmail.com.